podcast. Episode two. Episode two. I'm feeling rough, actually, as well. <laughs> and, um, why, and why is that? Because I went out drinking last night in Winchester with my wife and some friends uh, that we haven't seen for a while. I was supposed to go to their 50th party a couple of weeks ago. They ended up going to a gig. And uh, I said to my wife this morning, I can't actually remember getting in the cab last night and actually paying the taxi driver and my wife's turned around to me and she says yeah but you were telling him where to how to go how to get to our house and how to go home and I went oh, I can't remember that and I started trying to calculate what I was drinking last night and uh, I said to her I was like um, I had two beers in a pub went to the Mucky Duck two, cool, be- two beers and then went down to the restaurant like not ruin a Thai restaurant and then had a beer and, and a glass of wine and he went no you had two bottles of wine with Darren and I went ah uh, That'll be it. And that was it. So, yeah, got hammered. And I wasn't too sure if we were going to do this today, but I thought, oh, bollocks, we'll do it. We're doing it. I try, I try my best to get around it as well and try talking to the mic a bit more because I think from last week's episode, I was talking away from the mic a little bit. So a few little learning curves I've got to do is actually try talking to the mic. But hello, Rick. Sorry. <laughs> Went straight into it there, <laughs> into, a, into a, a stupid talking thing about what I did last night. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I've just come back from Brecon, Wales, mm-hmm. to the kids uh, up a mountain and to some waterfalls around there. Snowden Mountain or? No, uh, Pen, Penny Fan. Penny Fan, okay. Second highest one. It was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Uh, it was good fun. Totally enjoyed it. I definitely want to go back again in the summer when it's not so foggy. You can't see more than 50 yeah. metres. Well, you, you, you'll never know sometimes if you go up to those mountains anyway, would you, if it's going to be foggy. Well, they tell you it's going to be foggy, I suppose. I, I thought it might blow away. I thought it might climb above the fog, but nah, you no. could see. How far front could you see when you're walking up there? Could you actually see like two or three metres in front of you? Was it proper foggy? It was about 50 metres visibility. Right. Um, I've got a picture at the top of a clear day, and then I've got a picture of what I saw. And it's one of those ones where I may put the soundtrack on it, like uh, Instagram versus reality. Right. <laughs> it's fucking mad. I think you sent that to me, but I couldn't even look at it properly, could I? I you were that bad. Yeah, I was that yeah, bad. Yeah, so I did that. That was a good laugh. Wait, how many days did you go with the kids then? Two nights. The uh, first one I'd done as a solo dad, which was quite interesting. Mm. If you let give those kids an inch, they'll take a mile. Yeah. No, that's nice, that is. Yeah. I took a day off. Because kids' holidays this week, I took a day off on Monday and um, trying to get my boys. Well, one of the boys always goes out; he's always out. But the other one is like trying to get him out. It's like he's like a vampire. <laughs> so as soon as he hits the sun or breathes fresh air, he just shrivels up. We went up, we went up to um, Blackwood Forest, which is just outside of Baystoke, which is another lovely, lovely place outside Baystoke to go for a walk, even walking or taking your dogs for a walk. It's only fifteen minutes from here, isn't it? Yeah, so it's a small, small drive. Nice little calf there. It's like a a very small version of a centre park, but not as good. But even though, you know, centre parks are all right, mega expensive, but uh, all good. But yeah, that's what we've done this week. I trained jiu-jitsu this week once. I, I, well, we've done it twice now. We did it today, didn't we? And then uh, I, tra- I trained on Monday, but I didn't do the rest of the week because I had the in-laws down. And then I had a bit of an issue on Wednesday with one of the boys, so we had to go and sort that out. But um, we were doing guard passing, basic straight guard passing, standing up guard pass and then like uh, uh, the one what I like to do is pass the time is by putting my hat covering my hands into um, the armpits and then kind of sitting up and smashing your knee in, in the middle of their butt and breaking the guard and then passing it's old school it works old school yeah and then they're like so the, the normal old school pass where you grab the arm push the arm over lift your leg stand up uh, place your leg 
what do we do? What do we guys we do this? Grab grab the arm, bring the arm over, stand up, posture straight up, uh, and then yeah, literally put, push the legs down. Yeah, I then, like that one. And then guard guard pass. So yeah, we did that. And then today we were. What did we do on the mats today? We did a variation of a deep half guard pull. Yes, I was something I saw on um, uh, Instagram. Another real. I, I didn't think it would work, and it did. And it was. Uh, I'm going to try it in a week. Actually, it was a sw- it was a sweep. Was it? I did a. It was a, a half guard sweep. It's deep. It's pulling deep half. Deep half guard sweep, grip uh, collar collar grip, and uh, arm grip. Well, I was sitting on my butt, and then uh, go into like a deep, and then fr- like a throw, isn't it? like a roll throw into it, then into a guard pass. Yeah. With a submission. Yeah. It brings you straight out in the under over. Whereas some nice fun options from there. It was good. Yeah, we sort of played with that a little bit, trying to get the uh, the base out and uh, your arm base so I could uh, roll you. And we did that, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. And what else did we do? I didn't do too much because I was like, I was getting worse and worse as I was going along. I was sweating even just doing a bit of tech and it was hard, wasn't it? And it's sunny today as well. So the sun was coming through the loft. So yeah, we did about half an hour, didn't we? About half, that, yeah. half an hour. Half an hour. We did. We take that quite a bit actually. That that um, that sweep did it. Did it quite a bit, and then we just end up doing back onto the knee bar, wasn't it? Into that um, that double under uh, guard pass into a knee bar. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, love it. And we changed a few variations of it, didn't we? I suppose we were you were you were trying something a bit bit different as well. So, but yeah, we're gonna try that. I'm gonna try that in a week and do that. It'll work for me. Just a quick one, like from uh, the last podcast that I said was, uh, I, I sort of did another verbal talk about uh, the the link tree to our podcast, and I, and I didn't kind of explain myself uh, properly. I don't think. So, <clears throat> what will happen is when I when me and Rick release these podcasts, which we which you'll listen to now, which will be free free at a time that we release them, um, you will be able to go either to like uh, my Instagram site where there will be a link for Linktree and you will go on to Linktree and you will be able to find all the podcasts there with other variations of links and stuff as well to other um, sites. The Brussels sprout thing is the thing that I download the podcast to. That's what they do. So I think like on the last one, I didn't really explain that. Uh, so that that's explains that if you know what I mean. So uh, all the links will be on our Instagram feeds and like I say, it's like a little small website, the link tree. It's like LinkedIn, isn't it? I mean, I don't do LinkedIn, but you're in, you're on LinkedIn, aren't you? Because you're no. office, like LinkedIn, I thought I, you would be in an office LinkedIn. bod. I hate LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a whole load of people saying, I did my job today and 50,000 people saying, well done. But isn't it like an office Facebook though, isn't it? Link, yeah, LinkedIn? can't stand it. Absolutely can't stand it. I'm the only like recruiting manager in the whole of the England that can't stand it and won't go near it. Oh really? Yeah. So how how do you get your jobs if you if you lost your job and went to go and get a job because people look in LinkedIn is it LinkedIn 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 yeah yeah don't know uh, indeed places like that I haven't moved for eighteen months so I'm not planning on leaving my current place at the minute right but yeah I hate LinkedIn can't stand it but how did you get the job beforehand if you didn't do like LinkedIn um, or, or did you just go to job not even a job centre I don't know a recommendation from a friend she went for an interview at this place and said oh I think they're recruiting for a head of service there so right but you've always worked at, you've, Rick works in the NHS yeah in the office not, not a doctor and not a nurse or not, nor a porter <laughs> admin admin fucking admin, admin. yeah I'm quality s- control scared of manual labour uh, it affects my allergies 
Yeah, okay now, yeah. That's why I call you sick note all the time because there's always something wrong with you. No. <laughs> That's, when you talk about calling people nicknames, Rick wants to find out other people's nicknames. And the one thing I always call, call you, you're actually on my phone as sick note. Is <laughs> Fuck off. Show me. Uh, no. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our little thing this week and the little things we've got to do. Um, one thing I want to uh, talk about today is uh, our BJ Fanatics uh, downloads that we have, haven't we? Because we'd like to say we sort of uh, work, uh, we sort of share our, our um, uh, things of, of what we have on BJ Fanatics, so that's what the downloads we have. And I was uh, looking at one the other day and I was looking at uh, Kurt, Kurt Osiander. Yeah, so. And like he's proper old school, like a uh, jujitsu guy. He's a he's a gi guy, not a no gi guy. Even though I, I do like uh, no gi when I can actually do it, which I don't do no gi very much. But I said to I said to Rick in the week, I said, "Oh, we have to like we we're talking back on the last podcast about uh, people uh, looking into into too much about certain submissions all the time, and they get like submission overload or jujitsu overload, and they can't think too much." And I always remember like. Um, when I first started and one of the guys turned around to me and he said, oh, I said, well, you know, what, what do I go, where do I go and find the stuff? He goes, well, look on YouTube. So I said, yeah, right, I'll go look at YouTube. He said, but just look at a, a certain, there's, there's certain guys on that are really, really good. And like, uh, there's four of them I got told about. Well, three of them first. And, and then I found this other guy and it was basically che- Chewy, Chujitsu. He's got loads of content on YouTube. Then you've got Kurt Osiander. He's got loads and loads of um, move, of the week. move of the week thing on on uh, YouTube. Stefan Kestin, is that Stefan Kestin? Isn't it? Is yeah, that's correct. It. Yeah, that's yeah, a really good guy. Yeah, he's quite chatty as well. Yeah, you talk to him if you will. I think if we can wangle it at some point, I reckon he'd be probably the be- a person we we could probably talk to on a podcast. I reckon he'll talk to us because I say if you talk to him and text him regularly, and just text you back. That's a good thing because, like I said, he's got. I haven't spoken sh- for a little while. Last time I spoke to him, he told me to leave the club, but there we go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's another conversation for another day. That one, isn't it? Absolutely. So, uh, uh, but and then um, uh, grapple Acad- grappling academy. Uh, uh, Tom guy from Australia who shows loads and loads of of techniques and stuff like that, and I think I think he's pretty cool. But uh, I think we're, the thing of today we're going to talk about. Kurt a little bit aren't we um, I found a lot quite a lot of people because I, I do like Kurt Ocean I think he's brilliant he's funny and and uh, he's got some brilliant quotes yeah he? he's yeah he's like um, there's a quote in there he says he's, he's like the rock star of jiu-jitsu if you know what I mean so if you've never seen him go go on to um, go on to uh, YouTube and have a look at him I'm begging for him to do a DVD for an escapes DVD called You Fucked Up a Long Time Ago. You Fucked Up a Long Time Ago, yeah. That's one of his catchphrases. That'd be pretty cool. And fucking white belts. Fucking white belts. So what I did, I did a bit of uh, research. I did research, I found some information about Kurt Oceana because he's a person that we probably won't be able to talk to, I don't think, because I don't think he's a a well man at the moment either because he's had a few like health issues. But uh, I found this um, information about him on, um, on a website so I printed it out and we're going to, me and Rick are going to read it out together, aren't we, Rick? Yeah, go for it. Um, it's you first, mate. There's your piece of paper there. So this is a bit of knowledge about um, Kurt, o- Kurt Osiander. Kurt Osiander. That's it. So, so, a- so what do you want to go? Yeah, let's go for it. It's page one, isn't it? It's start from there, mate. Yeah, so long-time black belt. He's definitely got the rock and roll persona and lives in San Francisco Bay Area. He's been there for quite a long time. 
catchphrases such shut the fuck up and go train you fucked up a long time ago fucking white belts yeah well uh, Rick's just like paraphrase with this I'm actually going to read it so Kurt, Coast, Kurt Oceana came up in the very early days of jiu-jitsu competitions were nowhere near as as they are today he also did a stint at fighting as an MMA uh, fighter it can be argued that his achievements as a figure in the BJJ community came mostly from his widely successful move of the week and that's the thing he did like uh, weekly a couple of years ago he'd come out with a move of the week uh, his one successful move of the week videos and his work with Anthony Bourdain. So Anthony Bourdain is another person. I He's dead now. He killed himself. But I watched all his travel shows. Later on down the line, he got into jiu-jitsu and he he lived in the San Francisco Bay Area, Anthony Bourdain, and then he trained there. And he, and he got, I think Anthony Bourdain got to a blue belt. Um, yeah, he's uh, Curtis Anderson actually in one of his TV shows, which is on Netflix, and it's basically focused on the uh, jiu-jitsu thing. He's in San Francisco, and he's, he's basically with um, uh, Anthony Obedain for the, the full hour. It's quite quite good. Go on, buddy. Um, so Kurt went to high school in the Bay Area uh, with longtime friend and Caesar Gracie, and. After high school, Caesar left for a stint in the Marines and then eventually went back to Brazil to learn family trade, which is BJJ, or GJJ as they often call GJJ, it. GJJ, yeah. Um, when he returned, he introduced Kurt to that via, was cut to jiu-jitsu via the rear naked choke and Kurt was hooked from there. A bit like me with Simon. Yeah, that's how I got you into it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, don't quite see you as Kurt, but there no, we go. No, I'm not. Um, Around the same time, Caesar opened up his own academy uh, with his cousin, cousin Ralph Gracie, relocated there to be the head instructor. Ralph Gracie, if you don't know much about him, he's just a big, aggressive, just hardcore jiu-jitsu. He's just tough. That's the only way to describe him. And all those ones that's come out as just tough. They're all uh, tough Gracie's, aren't they? Definitely. Uh, Kurt got to black belt there with his work ethic. He spent a lot mornings and evenings on the mats and eventually became the head instructor for many years. Uh, there was a bit of a spat and a publicised departure mm-hmm. between Kurt and Ralph. Uh, and then Kurt's opened up his own academy called Empire Jiu-Jitsu, uh, which is where he was training and keep teaching. I don't know if he's still there now. I don't know what's I think happened. It's still, it's, still, it's still going, but I know they've had a few issues. Yeah, um, with Kurt's got the approach from there, from the, sort of the Jiu-Jitsu and the teaching, and he's earned himself the cult following, and his fundamental presence is done um, throughout the world of Jiu-Jitsu. Where are you at now? Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The last couple of years have been rough on all of us. I'm, I'm getting this, I'm taking this from like a, a segment of that, what, what uh, I've downloaded. Uh, Kurt went through a particularly t- tough time. His jiu-jitsu school got massively impacted by COVID and barely stayed afloat. Uh, the bills stacked up. To make things worse, Kurt had a really rough series of health issues over COVID. In the uh, last couple of years, he had a very difficult, difficult. What's that? Yeah, he had a very difficult outcome. It started with a diagnosis of type two diabetes. This is probably to all his drinking and stuff because I think he's like he was. A, I'm not too. I'm not going to say, but he's there. He's like an alcoholic, was he? Yeah, Drank a lot, didn't he, Kurt? I've donated to his cause to help him yeah. get treatment for it. This was discovered after Kurt alone at home had slipped into a diabetic shock for a week. He was alone in his house, slipping in and out of consciousness. And drinking from 
a water faucet and eating small amounts of food while he crawled along the floor for a whole week with no contact. Bloody hell. Once he was finally able to plug his phone in, he was able to call for help. He was lucky to have survived this very scary situation. While in hospital, he was diagnosed with a type 2 diabetes and, and also had high blood pressure. After a couple of weeks at home, he had to re- he returned to hospital. This time, he discovered that he had an abscess on his kidney. Coming out of hospital and having all that, and had no sudden having an abscess on his kidney, it needed to be surgically removed. And he had to have it have a drain in his back as a catheter. Oh, had a drain in his back as well as a catheter. He again was sent home and not long after had another emergency. The catheter had, to be, had caused an infection on his body and it went septic. Oh my God. He was rushed into the AR and eventually stabilised. As he was recovering, things, things unfortunately didn't even get any easier. He returned home to, to, to find that his house had been broken into and all his possessions burgled. Thousands of dollars of his possessions took and even a, an antique sword collection that he had went was, was stolen that's awful Absolutely. so what so what i read afterwards after that that's, that's not great is it for him that uh they they set up a GoFundMe page for him and um they're trying to raise a hundred thousand dollars and they've raised seventy thousand dollars of it so far for him but a couple of weeks ago, i saw that he did a move of the week he actually didn't another move of the week but then again it's, it's sort of disappeared again so i don't know really Bits and spurts, I think. yeah um, so that's a little insight to Kurt. I hope that's a, all right. I mean, I can't talk too much because I'm still feeling a bit rough. But um, there it is, which I will do on my uh, on, the, on our podcast. There's um, Raspberry Eight had a chat with uh, Kurt a couple of years ago. It's like a two hour chat, and I think that's the last time he was in England. And it's and it's brilliant, and it's really and he basically he's drinking a whole bottle of whiskey. And he gets shit faced. He gets pissed. It's a really good podcast, actually. So he, he goes into deep about everything. I don't even think they had sp- he had split from the Gracies then either. He was okay. doing his own thing. He I don't think he had the uh, his Empire Jiu Jitsu then. So, but um, I might have another little more look into it and see if if that is still going on. He has got the DVD Fundamentals of a Jiu Jitsu Renegade. Is that the one that I was looking at the yeah, other day? Yeah, that's the one. It's a really good DVD. It right. breaks stuff down simply. The sort of moves that work. He's not. And he isn't doing any of this spinning shit that a lot of people. No, like. he's more. He's more like a pressure guy, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, and he's he's a big big guy, isn't he? So not so big, but he's just a big big stocky guy. So he's not yeah. going to be doing any jumping around and all that sort of shit. Is he? He's just going to literally pressure press the shit out of you. Exactly. So yeah. So yeah. Hopefully that was a nice little insight into that. Um, we're going to go to now. You can ask me and ask a question to Rick before we go because we've got a few more things to do. Then we're then we're going to go. So. Um, question I was going to ask you actually I haven't got a question to ask you actually you've got a question to ask me what are you focusing on at the minute jiu-jitsu wise mm, mm, god nothing really no no I think we, we, we said that last week didn't we and I, I, I just I don't know I just I'm just going for a, a thing at the moment again I just like if I could try something I've got to, I want to try triangles I think I, I don't know Okay. I'm, I'm just there's, there's nothing I'm really focused on at the moment, so not not really too sure what I want to do. See what goes on this week. We're doing some guard passing. I did uh, stuff with the kids. Oh, and neon belly. Sorry. Oh yeah. That's the other thing we did. I see it's all coming back. We did. I did some neon belly things with the kids on Saturday. I trained the kids yesterday. Did neon belly, and that's what I did with you today. Did a neon belly uh, into an armbar, didn't we as well? That so, was it. 
Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'll start looking doing doing some neon bellies. I think maybe and, and some submissions from there and some uh, sweeps from neon belly maybe. Furnace. It's always just fun to make someone tap out from neon belly, especially if they're a blue belt. Well, that was what we was doing, wasn't we? we was um, we we're trying to do the different positions of where it was more painful on your stomach, straight knee, sternum. Right, the on the sternum, oh. yeah. So you, we did, we did one across the stomach with the pressure to see where you'd be, what breaths you would go <gasps> like that. Then, then we put it onto the sternum and the sternum up. But then you did long onto the sternum, and you just literally just did it on me, and I can put like tapped in I because it hurt too much. So, yeah. But I, I've, I think I've done that to. I did that to someone a couple of years ago, and I popped his rib cage. I remember doing it. I remember should have tapped. No, I, 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 I think I did it. I put it too much onto his cage, and it, I heard it pop, and oh. he never, he never came back. Oh, yeah, you Matt bully. It was. I didn't. All I was doing was just doing a bit of practicing, and I just, I just put too much pressure on his rib. Yeah, gutting about that. I remember doing that. It was awful. Yeah, he never came back after that. It was. It was. I was texting him for a couple of weeks to make yeah. sure he was all right, and then yeah, he, he, he never come, which is a bit of a gutter. But uh, yes, all right. Um, I'm trying to think of things to say because I'm like I said, I'm getting worse. I'm, I'm, you I'm, are. I am. I'm, I'm flaky, mate. I need to take my dogs out for a walk. One I of think. the things I've noticed as you get older, your hangovers. You can wake up in the morning and feel fine, but then sort of eleven, twelve, two o'clock. You're well, I don't. I, I, I don't tend to drink as much now. I mean, I had a, I, I had a, a drink last night and I had a drink on Friday to be honest because we had a, me, me and laws came down from the north and we, we cooked and had dinner and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I can't do it. I mean, like, like today, I'm, I'm, I'll do a race today and I, I don't think, um, I won't drink today. Fair enough. I just need to go out for a nice, like, three, four mile walk with the dogs and my missus and one of the kids probably and then um, get home and cook dinner and just get some fresh air and drink plenty of juice, <laughs> I think. Uh, okay, um, I think we're going to, you've got a joke, have you? I'm going to end with a joke and then uh, we'll, uh, we'll sign out and then... Um, Back to life. Back to life, and then we'll get back on it next week again and have a chat. Talk yeah. about so, so, some other bits and pieces, maybe some TV, maybe, I reckon. Go for it, you go first, or do you want me to? Uh, should I do it? I mean, actually, this is a question, actually. I've got them. You are now banned from a, from the local library. What would be the reason for it? It's blatantly going to be talking, isn't it? Talking too loud. Talking too loud or putting the books in a... Maybe putting a Bible in a fiction section or something like that. Or maybe that. ask a librarian, where's the porn section? <laughs> <laughs> you got any, any porn in Braille for us? Yeah, porn in, porn in Braille. Yeah, that'd be funny. I wonder if there is porn in Braille. I bet, I bet there is, isn't there? I bet they, bet they do do that. Blind people got like uh, porn Braille. You know what? I don't necessarily think I need to Google that, but it's certainly a question that I've never thought of before. And I've thought of a lot of random questions. Yeah. <laughs> dug deep for that one, mate. You did. Porn Braille. I bet I bet there is. I'm not gonna, we'll have to look into that later. Go on, you do a joke. I've got a joke. You can t- tell a joke and then we'll call it, call it quits. All right. Uh, so I was in the library the other day and asked for the librarian for a book on phobias. And she said to me, they're behind you. Oh, God. I love that. And my kids were complaining the other day about their dinner. They said it tasted cold and bland. And I said, don't be mean. Your mother put her heart and soul into that. <laughs> I love uh, that. Okay. that joke. Uh, on, 
What? I love a dad joke. I know, I know. I, I, do you know what? I need to, I, I'll be more on tact next week. Uh, uh, yeah. Thanks, Rick. Right, nicknames. If yeah. anyone's got any good jiu-jitsu nicknames, people in your gyms or anything like that, send them to us. I'm sure there's going to be some hilarious ones out yeah, there. On the, uh, yeah, send links on the um, Rare Savage podcast or at Rick Ellis Instagram and Most Dope Dad Instagram. And I want to thank our sponsors, A4 Paper. <laughs> we haven't got a sponsor yet. It'd be nice. I think, well, hopefully, if we get a bit better at what we're doing, <laughs> hopefully someone will sponsor us. We do, well, we do 20. We'll start to get to 20. People will start to be interested by that point. We'll get an idea what to do. I think I think we're getting to the flow of it. I think this this podcast today has been a bit of an up and down dodgy one, to be honest. But, hey, it's... Uh, it's it's a uh, work in progress, isn't it? It's a hangover podcast. Yeah, but again, it's like a as we get on, hopefully we get more confident. And hopefully, we get more get more people to come in and, and hopefully chat. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, genuine thing. We talk about a bit jujitsu. Talk about what we done in the working week. Maybe talk about films soon later. We can do all that as well. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, we mentioned um, Anthony Bordwan about he killed himself. If anyone ever feels like that, there are places, the Samaritans. Yeah. I raised money for them last year. If you go to most motorway bridges, they've got stickers and bits like that. Yeah. You hear it a lot. And I've heard it a couple of times recently within our jiu-jitsu world about people that have done it. Yeah. Uh, somebody down sort of connected with Farnborough recently did it. And this young guys was shouting out. Well, again, I think that that's a conversation for another day, I think, as Absolutely. well. I think more get into this and we want to uh, go on a borderline talk about that. We will, we will talk about that, I reckon. But I, I need to get, you know, we've all got our things going on. Definite. You need to sober up. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, cheers, Rick. Till next time, yeah? Till next time. Till next time. Bye, everyone. The Rare Savage Podcast. Podcast.